Hello and welcome back to the Property Empress podcast. My name's Richard and with me as always, or not always anymore, with me again <laughs> this time round is uh, Anna Pierce. Uh, good evening, Anna. Hello. 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 Nice to have you back. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, I have returned. Um, I seem to be in a different location every single time we talk. At the yes. Um, yes. And yet we have a, yet a new place here. So this is fascinating. So we have uh, battled the technology issues that we always have. And we are recording. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> it is really nice to be back. I do love this space. I love sharing with everyone. Um, it was, yeah, the last two weeks has been very strange. So it's really nice to have you, to have you here. I'm pleased to be back. So yeah. while we have everything's working and stable and things are recording properly, <laughs> we are going to jump straight into this week's uh, episode, and uh, we're going to be talking about how to find. I was going to say reliable, but I guess that's what we want, isn't it? How to find reliable... <laughs> <Yeah>. Ideally. <laughs> reliable trades people, we've decided. Because yes. can't say man anymore. Politically correct, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how to find reliable tradespeople for your project, whatever it is, big or small. Mm. Uh, because it's a big Those... problem. Yes, exactly. And that, honestly, that seems to be one of the key issues that put people off from property investing because they've had a horrible experience with tradespeople or tradesmen at their own home. And then they're like, I can't imagine, I want to do property, but I can't imagine like having to go through that again. So yeah, knowing how to find a good team of tradesmen uh, and tradeswomen. I'm trying to think if we've ever, sure we must have had women. We tend to have men. It is a very male dominated industry. Um, but yeah, how to find trustworthy, honest and available tradespeople to do the renovations, big and small. So yeah, we're going to we're going to talk about that today because uh, I have lots of thoughts and lots to say on the, on the subject because we have had an overall very positive experience. And I look back now and I think it was pure dumb luck <laughs> that I got off to quite a good start with finding. And I'll, I'll basically talk about how I've, fa I've found tradesmen the same way from, you know, when I started, this is the approach I took and I still take the approach today. But it wasn't something that I don't think it was taught to me. I think I just stumbled across it and it just works really well. So I'll share it today. Okay, so let me, first of all, is it actually a problem or is this a thing that people think is a problem? So is, is finding, do, are there so many examples of people having nightmares that it's a problem still or is this just a, a thing that like a cliche that people think is a problem it definitely is a problem I can tell you it, only because that's what people tell me um I've got lots and lots of different people um who have contacted me through my tiktoks and whatnot and said that they've had a nightmare what seems to be the problem I honestly think with most things is communication. I think when people are, whether it's the renovation project, like as in if it's a buy to or if it's their own home, I think that particularly if you don't have to, if you work in an office and you've lived in a house for years and you haven't really needed tradespeople and then you move and you have a big renovation, like it's, it's like an art of communication, being able to um, find the right person, communicate what you want for them to communicate. Because that's the other problem. You have an amazing, like a perfect example is our gas guy. Amazing, amazing gas guy. Like 
I love him. I don't know if he listens. And if you do, I'm so sorry. Horrible business person. As in, he d- he doesn't invoice us for months at a time. And he's a lovely, lovely guy. Like su- the nicest guy, amazing gas guy. But in terms of his marketing and his invoicing, he's awful. Like, And that's the problem. Sometimes these tradespeople can be amazing at what they're doing, but maybe they're not very good at communicating like costs or managing expectations. So I think a big part of it is in the communication piece but I do I do personally think it's it can be quite a big issue well I don't know but what do you think have you done have you had any problems um, with renovations or anything or trades people yes I have I mean I guess I have I mean I'm mainly inter- the latest one is internet people um, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a trade but it's, you know I yeah kind of I do know what you mean yeah an installer yeah, yeah I have had that um, but I think I think sometimes is it a case of like your favourite Chinese restaurant? Everybody seems to have a brilliant one near them. Like everybody seems to know. Oh yeah, oh yeah, my builder, he's brilliant. It's like okay, but does everybody say that? Doesn't everybody say that? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a good point. It's a very good point. Because yeah, uh, we haven't really had. Is this right? I don't think we've really had problems with tradesmen. Um, with the only problem we have had is when uh two of them fell out like handbags at dawn (laughs) they had an argument they disagreed and they both and to be fair like so we had we had um a builder who had worked with for a long time and then we had an electrician and they just didn't get on it was just a clash of personalities but the electrician came to us and he was very kind of bitchy about it and the builder didn't say anything to us at all and then we had to go and talk to him because of the electrician had come spoken to us. I think the same gas guy that I refer to, I think he was also kind of, he wasn't involved, but he had been there when all this stuff was going on. <laughs> so we'd had spoken to him as well. And he was just like, basically the electrician was like a bit of a stirrer. So it came down to the fact that we'd worked with the builder longer. We preferred his professionalism compared to the electrician. The electrician was like, oh, basically picking everything the builder had done. And we were like, we didn't have any issues with his work. We thought he was exceptionally yeah. good. So we were like, they're both, we would like to have kept working with him, but because they couldn't work together, we ended up not working with the electrician because it did, you know, for the oh, for the fact that everyone else could work together nicely. And he, he seemed to basically be the problem. So we just stopped working with him, found a new electrician. And we went on to work with that builder for like, years and then he selfishly went back to Poland <laughs> so we could work with him <laughs> but he was fabulous and I would still be if he hadn't have gone back I have no doubt I'd still be working with him today okay so let's start with the start the start uh, let's let's talk about let's say let's say you have a property whether you just buying it for the first time or whether you have one that you need to renovate after a certain amount of years and you have several jobs in the property so you're gonna need, you know you're gonna need different tradesmen here you're going to people, trades people. You, um, <laughs> so, so you're going to need an electrician. You're going to need a plumber, a carpet fitter. Kind of, a, it, it's a half trade, isn't it? Carpet fitting. What? Oh, you used to be a carpet fitter. I can say you? that. I can, I can offend <laughs> the uh, fitters because there's no qualification for it. It's just like a skill. Oh, is that true? I didn't. I'd never thought of that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But the thing is, it, it yeah, it's hard though. Carpet fitting is really hard. I know. I, like, you, there's a lot of rubbish carpet fitters. Yeah, there you're are. a good one. Well, I'm assuming you're a good one. I was an excellent carpet fitter. Of course you were. You've got attention to detail. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. But, it, well, but if you try and, like, move to Canada or Australia or whatever, they only count it as a half trade. You can't go there on a carpet fitting trade because oh. there's no qualification. So, But they do count it a little bit. 
So yeah, anyway, anyway, that's, that's off topic. That's off topic. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you've so you've got. Let's just say you have no references to any builder whatsoever. You, you are literally starting completely blind. Where on earth do you begin? Um. So um, there are various websites. So even if like where even even if we're doing a pro- projects and someone you know said, oh, I've got builds. They're amazing. If it was me personally, I wouldn't even actually, I would potentially ask them to quote. I wouldn't just go to them just because they came referred to me from someone. I use a bit, I use a website called mybuilders.com. I'm not affiliated. I talk about them a lot. I'm not affiliated with them in any way, shape or form. I have used them since we started and I have had exceptionally good experiences with them. There are other ones as well and sure not, but, but specifically what my builder has, mybuilders.com has is you post the job it basically, you can put photos on, you can put description on, you can put, um, you know, if you've got budget and time scale, you can put all that on, but basically give as much information as you can. And then you can put, like I said, photos on and it gets like sent out to the ether and all of the tradespeople that are on my builder will get like a notification and they can quite, they can like express an interest in the, in the job. So for example, you ha- you want to have house rewires, like you'd post the job, you'd put the photos and as much um, as you go down, as you get um, more experience, you know, kind of what you need to put to help them. But to, to begin with, if you've got a three bedroom house that needs rewiring, just put three bedroom house needs rewiring. You'll come to learn what kind of information you need to put on it. And the idea is it gets sent out to everyone and all interested tradesmen who are available, and that's the key, are available because if Joe Bloggs has recommended his builder, you might speak to them and they're like, well, actually I can't do it for six months. Yeah. It's not necessarily helpful unless you don't need it for six months, but usually you need it fairly soon. So um, I would post a job, it'll get sent out and as many people, you might have you might have none, but usually you have one, two, three. I think we've had up to like eight, nine, ten people interested. You can shortlist up to five people. So when you shortlist them, it means you can go back and forth. You can have communication with them. And basically, the shortlist is kind of the barrier. The um, the tradesmen can say that they're interested in the job. If they get shortlisted, my understanding is if they get shortlisted, they then pay for that lead. So you can shortlist five. I only ever shortlist three. I don't. There's no point for me. There's no point in speaking to five. I just want to speak to three people. And the idea being those three people have now paid for that lead and to speak to me. The reason I do three as well is I want three quotes because if I get one quote, I don't know if that's a reasonable quote. If I get two quotes and particularly they're different, I don't know which one's high and which like, I don't know Mm -hmm. if one is high or the other one is low. So having three gives you some point of reference. So if you have three quotes, I mean, say it's a rewire and they're like, two people say £3,000 and the third person says £1,000, then you know the £1,000 is too low, is potentially too low. So basically you have five people who can shortlist. I only shortlist three and I have the communication with them. Ideally, let them come and see. It depends on the on the project. If it's something really small, if it's like a leaking tap, take a photo of the freaking tap. You don't need to get them over to have a look. But if it's a bigger project like a rewire, invite them over to have a look at the property, uh, to, to look at the project because they might see something that you don't necessarily know, you know? Yeah. Um, and then they can't go, oh, it's a bigger job than I thought it was. Like you've seen the job, you know how big it is. So post the job, shortlist three people, if necessary, get them over, have a conversation, get those quotes, get those quotes and writing on my builder as well, because they can actually send a quote, they can send a quote. So um, get it certainly in writing, be very clear about what's included, what's not included. 
Um, and like I said, you learn as you go. So to begin with, just ask them what's included in this quote. Is there anything that's not included? And then hopefully they'll cover all bases. The other nice thing about talking to three tradesmen is that you'll get three different perspectives because we are we are about to renovate one of the Airbnbs and we had uh, it was for the paint and decorator actually because I was like there's old wallpaper and I was like get that wallpaper off, skim the walls and make it look beautiful, clean, fresh white walls and the first one was like I wouldn't he was like because because of the kind of property it is he was like you can see that the he was like you've got a really good finish you don't need to take the wallpaper off and skim it like you can barely tell there's wallpaper there and I was like that's a good point and he's like this is what I would do I would just go around this because there's one bit that was next to a heater and I was like oh that's interesting the second person came said exactly the same thing and I was like okay now I'm really gonna listen and the third person came said exactly the same thing I was like right I'm gonna listen (laughs) so it's useful (laughs) to get three bits of advice Um, and sometimes I'll say slightly different things you can then make an informed choice so I really like speaking to three different tradesmen it depends on the job like I said if it's dripping tap it's a whole different thing but if it's a bigger job I find it so useful to get that expert opinion from the three people okay okay I I have two questions already okay Um, does it cost anything to be for you as the end user I guess to, to, to use my builder no. So you can set up an f- account free mm-hmm. and you post a job for free. The re- the way that my builder gets paid is the tradesmen pay for the leads effectively they're paying. Right. And I it used to be done differently and then it got changed. This was a number of years ago. And at the time the tra- we were talking to the tradesmen about it and they were like, oh yeah, we pay six pounds per lead. So they pay six pounds for uh, basically to be, once the person shortlists them, they pay like six pounds. Uh, and I hadn't thought about it. So I assumed that was still the case. And when we were talking to the electricians about the job, I was like, oh, is it still six pounds? You know, do you get, do you pay six pounds for the lead? And he said, oh no, this is like 23 quid. And I was like, what? So he might not get the, I mean, it's a, you know, couple of grand's job, but he might not get the job. But obviously, you know, that he, I said, you know, I, he knows his maximum of one in five chance of getting the job. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was, and it's, you're paying, you know, the, the, it's a very good website. They can just, they have, you know, it's worth it from the tradesman's point of view because they have all this, all these jobs just sent to them. And they also think I haven't mentioned is um, that when you, when, when a builder or a tradesperson says they're interested in the job, you can go in and see info. They've put uploaded information about them and their business. So you can see a bit about them, where they're based and things like that. They post, they can post photos of previous jobs they can really like you know market their business but also there's uh references so any previous job that they've done the person who posted that job is invited to do a reference so you can see if they've got 100 percent positive feedback and they've got 100 references then you're fairly comfortable that they're going to be pretty good if they've got like there was um one of the electricians that we uh were talking to there were he had like five i think it was something like five references one of which was negative and then they made a comment about it and i was like i had i had already been a little bit like i'm not sure there's something about him and his quote was so low compared to everyone else so there's a few red flags and then i saw that and i was like that for me i was drawn to the other ones anyway but i was like that for me i'm gonna listen to that gut feel I have, by the way, I have used people who have who are brand new, have no references, because I know that they're gonna 
it's in their interest to do a good job, you know? So I don't always go on the references, but that, I think that's the first time I've ever actually listened to the references and gone, mm, actually, I'm not going to use this person. Um, so you can see the references. And obviously, if you use them, make sure you you leave references because it's, it's useful for other people. Um, the other thing that they do is they check their insurance because that is something that people rarely do. If you use a tradesman, say, well, actually, can I see your insurance certificate, please? Because if they mess up your house, they yeah. cock it up, you know, you, they're going to potentially need insurance. Um, and I think not, I don't think anyone asks, you know, if you find someone off, you know, through a referral, you don't tend to ask for you to see their insurance certificate. So it's nice because then it's just there. This is their, they're insured, they're insured up to X amount of money. So that's I think that's really good. useful. Yeah, that is very good. Yeah. Well, that answers my, my second question was about the quality yeah. assurance because, um, which you've already answered. So what, ah, see, we're so in tune. Richard. I know, professional. <laughs> uh, because there's what, there's another website um, where they have to tradesmen have to pay to be a member of. What was what was that called? Is that um, check? No, trust no, trust the trader. No, yeah, yeah. No, check a trade. So there's check. a few check. So there's I think check. People always talk to me about check a trade, but check a trade don't they don't have reviews. I don't think it's that. I think it's just like a directory of tradespeople. Is well, yeah. my understanding. Yeah, because um, I, I know tradesmen have, co have complained to me about that before, saying mm. people expect you to have that tick, um, but, oh. it doesn't act, but it doesn't actually mean anything. It doesn't mean anything, Because yeah. they don't do any checks on the work. They're supposed to do checks on the work regularly, but they never do, apparently. And they're saying, oh. but so you're kind of stuck in this, you're forced to pay the membership fee, which is pretty high, apparently. Uh, mm. you, you pay the fee just to get the tick so people think you're trusted, but it doesn't actually do anything. Oh. So be careful of, of those. I mean, again, I don't know if they're, they're telling the truth or not, but that's what they've told me. Um, they have no, I don't think they'd have much reason to lie, to be honest. It does no. sound about right. Because yeah, I, I have po I have found people before. I, I did try, I, if it is checker trade, I did try that, but it's it's a very, it's like, a, it's just a direct, as far as I know, it's just yeah. a direct to your trades people. So again, I'd be like, oh, I've got this job, you're interested. Oh no, I can't, I'm, I'm booked, sorry. Like, and I was like, you know, so I've always, I'm sure there's, there's another one that like rated, was it rated people or something? There's another one that's yeah. similar to my builder, but I always found my builder was good. I've always talked about my builder. I don't yeah. know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit too quick, Richard. I mean, oh. um, <laughs> but I don't know anyone else that uses it particularly. I'm like, is it does? Because also, Drew's like, Drew said, I don't know why you like my builders so much. Like, he's used it, but he's like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't get as many replies. And but I think it's an. It depends how you use it. Drew is notoriously um, impatient with technology and websites and stuff so i suspect it's in how he uses it but i also had a client who had said that they had used it and they were like oh we, we got no reply and i think what they'd done is they'd put house renovation on my builder and i don't think it's as effective i think it's if you think about who is more likely to use it it's like you know the the plumber like the the individual tradesperson they're not part of the big team so when we have the if we have like for example we're renovating this property at the moment so i posted i've posted two jobs and there's a third one to follow so the first one is the rewire the second one is the painting and decorating the third one is the new carpets like the kitchen the bathroom are fine um so i'm breaking it down that way but if i'd have posted renovate this property i don't know i mean maybe i could i could test it but i don't think you'd get as many replies because you don't have like the big teams on there it's the individuals yeah but i wonder are you 
I wonder if it's going to be costing you more to split the jobs up, whether you mm, get a better be. quote as a whole, but then you can't guarantee because nobody is great at all of those things. So yeah, are, are that's you, it. That's it. You paying someone man, to yeah or not? Yes, but you're, you'd also you're effectively paying someone to project manage it as well. Um, so and and again, you can you could even if you're like, well, I'm new. How do I know what to do when and stuff like that? What I would be doing is talking again, talking to the tradesmen. Like, start with the basic. Like, if you're getting a, a you know your first rental property, it needs a full renovation. There are certain things you're going to know, like new kitchen, new bathroom rewire new boiler i would break down as much as you know and then say to them like come and get the quote and say well at what point you know having the whole house renovated at what point do i need to um you know get you involved because we we did this um with a project not too long ago where before i'd even got the property as soon as we'd had the offer accepted i was posting on my builder and i broke down the the um sequence of events of what tradesmen needed to come in when because I want to firm up the um, quotes and I got them all lined up for, well, I haven't got the property yet, but it's going to be, you know, at this point in time, we should be getting the keys. So I had the whole renovation all set up before I'd even like got the keys to this property. Um, you don't have to get that keen because usually with my build, you'll get people that can start like this week or next week. So you don't have to do a big plan ahead. Um, but what was my point? Oh, so my point was, yeah, so you can start kind of talking to people and they'll, they will give you advice. Like if you, if you're speaking to someone that like the car, I mean, it wouldn't be, but the carpet people first, they'd be like, well, I come last cause you need to do this. I, we can also cover this might be quite an interesting podcast episode. Like the, if you're doing a full renovation, what order, order. like how, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, let's break it. I mean, I'm not, you know, I heavily, heavily rely on my team to guide me, but I, I know enough to of what order things need to come and maybe the costs as well. Mm-hmm. Like if we renovate, how like how much does it cost and what sequence of events, how would you renovate, fully renovate a property and I can break it down the steps and roughly the costs maybe. That's a good idea. Good idea. Mm. Well, okay. Now, until we are sponsored by my builder, uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're yeah. free to sponsor us. So until we are, this doesn't have to be exclusive to them. So if you don't want to use my builder and let's say someone says to you, yeah, I know this good builder, et cetera, et cetera. What checks should you do if, you, if you're going to mm. use them outside of a website like this? What, what, what can you do to sort of, I know it's very difficult to guarantee so how can you mitigate mm. some of the uh, the dangers what, what sort of things would you need to be checking yeah it's a really good question so first of all i would be also using my builder <laughs> we had our fence we had one of our fences <laughs> at the uh, by slats replaced recently and the tenant was really keen to use this person that had done the neighbor's one so i did my builder and then i also spoke to this fence guy and i had just included him as one of the quotes right. um but yes, in terms of if we had have used him, what um, the checks are, I mean, kind of what we said, ideally check their insurance um, and find out, like I literally asked, you know, cause if someone doesn't have, if someone is trying to get a job, particularly like that job was like 1500 pounds or something, I think, I can't remember. Um, it's a lot of money. And if they don't have insurance, you say, do you have insurance? They're probably gonna go, yeah. Like ask to see their insurance certificate. Do you know what I mean? Yes. We did do that. We did. We had to ask with our builder. There's that same builder, the Polish guy. Um, I think it was, I can't remember the reason. It was early on. We've never had to do it since, but we had to get a copy of his insurance certificate to send for something. 
And uh, he was like, what, like what? Cause bear in mind we'd worked in them for like three years by that point. Um, he was like, why are you asking? It's like, we have to for something else. So he did send it to us, but he was a bit like, what? So they might not, it might not be something they're used to, but in all honesty, if you're worried, that's what I would do. Um, the other thing you can do is you can, I would definitely do some checks on who they are. Are they a limbs company? You know, I would check to see who they are. Like, um, and I would also, um, again, it depends how, in an ideal world, to be very thorough, I would definitely just like check their company, see if they're a limbs company. Um, it doesn't matter if they're not, but it is kind of useful if they are. It kind of shows that they're like, um, I don't know, a little bit more professional. Um, and um, also asked to see some of their previous work. So like with this neighbor, they were like, we've seen the work they've done down the road. That's why they wanted to do it. The guy was really far, really fast with doing it. He was very nice. So they were really keen to work with him. Um, so you could do that, ask to see some of the work that they've done. Um, you could ask as well to speak to a previous client because they might have done an amazing fence, but they might be horrible people. So, you know, speak to a client, speak to another client and see these, the, the problem I have with all of this is even as I'm talking is that I think about all the easy ways around it. Like they could just give a family member and say, oh yeah, this is the person that I did. Like, yeah. you know, if they're, if they're really not very good, there's ways around it, but that they're the kind of way, that's the main thing I would do is being asking to see their, some other work they've done. And hopefully if it's come through a referral, you kind of have that you know reference already yeah. so just check that they're a legitimate company i guess and yeah ideally their insurance well i think that insurance question is a, a, yeah, a very good one that everybody misses so if mm. you're listening don't pretend too, don't pretend we're too polite don't pretend it's a whole yeah. polite thing <laughs> but yeah you need to do that do if you do that on the first meeting when you're talking to them it doesn't mm. feel as awkward because if you ask them the day they're about to start by the way can you bring your insurance document with you you're going to feel awkward saying it. So yes, to say it very true. on the quote, say, yeah, that's great. And if I could just see your insurance document, if you could just send yeah. that over to me um, for the quote, thank you very much. And it's a much very easier conversation point. to have. Yeah, that's a very good point. And get the quote in writing. There's also a big thing. Drew's in really big into this, like quote versus estimate. Like it's not uh, like, hang on, which is the word, right way around? He wants a quote, not an estimate. Well, a quote is a, is a specific exactly. number. This is how much <laughs> I'm going to, not like this is how much it might be, but might be more or less. Like this is how much it's going to be. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's, I'm not, I'm not really, I don't know. I'm not so fixed on that, but Drew, that's a big thing for Drew. He's like, it needs to be a quote, not an estimate. Well, the <laughs> thing is, it is a way around things and that is how they can yeah. increase the price because it, because yeah. any uh, unscrupulous, builders can say yeah well it was just an estimate it did say estimate yeah. not a quote so I, i'm withdrew come on drew yeah He's right this is again why i quite like my builder like dot com yeah. because not sponsored. there's <laughs> not sponsors <laughs> because they know that you're going to be leaving feedback whereas yeah. if you're just joe blogs off the street they could just be like they don't really care what you think necessarily yeah. oh on that actually it kind of also ties in whether you're using my builder or not when it comes to payments because this is something that i think a lot of people don't know it does depend slightly on the on the job but generally don't pay i mean don't pay everything up front anyway yeah. 
But um, ideally, it depends on the job, but what we tend to do is 50% upfront and 50% at the ends, depending on the job. If if there's like a legitimate reason that they need to be paid before the end of the job, do like 50%, then 40% halfway, and then 10% at the end. Always keep something back so that you have, so that when they're like, oh, the job's done, you can go in and if you're satisfied, then you can make the final payment. But we, I mean, we had... um, uh, a couple of years ago, we had a property that was painted and decorated for new tenants. And I went in and he, there'd been problems with, anyway, there's been some stuff that was just like unforeseen. And the guy was absolutely fantastic, but he hadn't, I think he hadn't painted the woodwork or something. Oh, that was it. There was, there was like a shelf that he hadn't painted. We were like painting the woodwork and there was a wooden shelf and he hadn't painted it. And I felt really pe- like petty going back because he'd had all these extra stuff that had been a bit of a nightmare. Um, but I was like, we haven't painted the shelf, so he had to come back to paint it. I was like, we can't not have it painted. No. But I was like, you have to, you know. I, but I was like, can you just come back and paint the shelf, and then I'll send your payment over? Because I was like, I'm it, even though I mean that it might feel like not a big deal, but it's important. It's like you're, you know, unless you're give, trying to get them to do something that wasn't included in the first agreement. Um, you know, it is important that the the terms are agreed. You know, you're going to pay the full amount. They have to do what was agreed. And that's why it's so useful getting the quote and writing what's included, what's not included. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good idea. And and actually to write down for yourself what you expect to be done so you don't miss it. When you go around checking, even stupid stuff like that, you know, shelves painted, tick, you know, so you can go around and check because there's nothing worse than him going... It's all done. You you look in the room and go, oh yeah, it looks great. Yeah, and if you haven't actually checked true. it because you don't know what to check because it's it is it does feel awkward when they say, yeah, there you go. You don't want to go around and go, okay, okay, uh, sir, let me just uh, go and check everything first. That is mm. just the way people are. They don't like doing that. But if you do yeah. have a little checklist with yourself, you can go, yep, yeah, uh, yeah, I've checked all the stuff. Awesome, you know. Yeah. Um, because it's worse calling them back saying, hello, um, you've got a shelf exactly it is you are so right like writing like being very clear like it, again it's the communication if you can be yeah. clear in what and again if you put it in their job if you put if you're using my builder or if you're mm. sending them some information be very clear like this is exactly what i want um this is what i don't want or whatever it is um get them over look at the job talk about it get them to do a written quote like the written quotes particularly the big jobs are fantastic like we've got three quotes for a rewire recently and they're very comprehensive it's worth making sure that everything is very clear at the beginning just to avoid any problems later on yeah yeah i think it's it's a good point uh, the other thing is sometimes if you're not experienced in you know electrics or any whatever you're having done it can be very hard to judge what is actually a good job? Because, you know, the electrician comes yeah. down and says, yeah, I've uh, changed this, mate. Yeah, it looks great. I've done all this, done all these lights. And you're just like, well, I've got no idea. Yeah, great job. Thank you. Yeah. And, and you think, oh, that's great. So sometimes it's there's no way around that. There's no way, unless you're getting mm. someone else in, an independent inspector to come around and check every single job you have done. It, it's just going to be experience. It's just going to be, yeah. wow, the finish on this one is so much better than the last guy. And I thought he was great, you yeah. know. But so sometimes you've just got to experience it. And even if somebody tells you that they're great, your level of expectation and quality can be totally different to the next person. So you might go, that's fine by me. And then the next person's like, well, I would, I would have finished those corners off nicer, to be honest. And you're like, oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. So you can't always get it right perf- every single time. Uh, it's just, it's almost 
it's almost more important to have someone reliable and somebody honest that you know who does the job they say they're going to do in a timely manner that they said they were going to do the quality obviously needs to be to a certain standard but it's no good if they do a brilliant job and then disappear for three weeks and don't talk to you yeah so yeah you do, it's just because that happens that does happen i don't i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is very true yeah so is that everything that everybody needs to know roughly on how to find a reliable tradesperson basically use mybuilder.com not sponsored yeah one thing actually one thing i would say Mm. not to do Mm. is to post i mean because sometimes i post jobs i'm a bit like on the fence and i'm like i need the quote to work out if i want to go ahead with it but remember that people are paying for these quotes so like try not to do a job get people over it and then just ghost them or leave the job open like i you know i always if I realize the job's not going ahead, I would make a point of closing the job, like so that I just don't mess people around. Yeah. Um, but now I think that's pre- I think that was pretty much everything. Um, when did I say when you're po- when you're doing the post, say what you want done? Um, when I always say, let me know what your quote is, when you can start, and how long the job's going to take, because that's something I don't think. I think that was something that took me a long. Uh, far too long to realize that it's really useful to know when can you start and be and like for me I'm if I, if I'm not in a rush then I'll be like it doesn't have to be immediate but when can you start like you know yeah. sometimes people think it needs to be done straight away that is something actually I would say about my builder like it's pretty quick like if you post a job you'll get people because they're paying for a lead they'll reply as quickly as possible they'll be trying to close you as quickly as possible so if you're kind of just like oh i'm just like sussing out how much it's going to cost i'm not really that bothered about it starting anytime soon like that's not really how the pace is quite quick on my builder if you need something done quickly it's like boom it'll be done um but if you're kind of not that worried make sure you put that maybe in the description like i'm not in a rush like i just whatever Actually, there is something else. Sorry, this right. is the problem. I start talking. Um, this is also my our mate because we used to originally we had this incredible team. Like we had uh, this builder that we used. We still use the same gas guy. Like I said, we changed electricians. Uh, we were very active in the first few years. We were buying a lot of properties. Then we kind of moved out of the area. Had kids and like um, we didn't grow the portfolio for a while. So we just had bits of maintenance. So although we still use the same gas guy because he does all of our boilers and services and stuff, and our builder went uh, abroad, like moved back uh, Max back to Poland. We then found with the minor maintenance, like if it's obviously a boiler thing or a gas thing, we'll get Barry rounds because he's fabulous. Love Barry. Um, but all the other things, we then didn't have a, a team. Like when we're very active, we could literally call on our builder and be like, oh, can you just go and do this? And he'd pop around and do it. Like it was really beautiful. We had a great team that did everything. But as soon as we then weren't that active and the team kind of, you know, moved away, my builder, like for getting stuff done, and like Barry, selfishly, got himself poorly with COVID a few months ago. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Bless him. He was really poorly for a couple of weeks. And and then he, he as you know, if you've been really ill with poorly, uh, really poorly with COVID, you'll know that sometimes it can really take a long time to yeah. get your energy back. So he was really struggling to kind of come back. Um, and we had a few bits and pieces going on with the properties. So we were, I was posting stuff 
um, trying to get, I think at Christmas, that was it. There was like two boilers went just before Christmas and then something else happened in another property. It was like literally a Christmas Eve or something. And I used my building. We got these amazing tradesmen in and it was like, boom, they went and sorted it out. So for minor maintenance, it's absolutely amazing. And we've got like the Airbnb, the the garden was, I was posting TikToks and uh, putting on Instagram. The garden was just oh I just don't know what happened there but it was an absolute nightmare and I posted some photos and stuff and put some descriptions on my build and literally like the next day this guy turned up with his massive truck and just like hacks everything down and he was absolutely he was there the whole day and just got on with it and it was like 400 quid or something he completely like decluttered the whole garden it was absolutely phenomenal I mean he only did half it because the bottom bit needs doing as well but we're like there's no urgency for that so he's quoted for that bit as well but it's absolutely brilliant it's like if you want it's like I don't know you see in films don't you the people that come in and like clear up murders yeah, yeah. or something like it's that kind of thing that you you can just put it on my build and this stranger turns up and fixes it <laughs> it's brilliant Oh, I really like my builder. I don't, I don't know why more people don't like don't talk about my. <laughs> I really just get sponsored by them. We do. We need to see how many mentions in this episode are there. Of my I know. If anyone wants to count them, I feel know. free. Um, what about you said about payment earlier? What is the best way to pay? Is it like a bank transfer? Mm. Is it on a card or is there? A, yes. Is there? A, <laughs> a, obviously, if you do it on a credit card, you can claim it back if they uh, if there's any fraud going on. Oh, that's on. true. That's very true, um, actually. Whereas a bank transfer yeah. is just descending the money. And then, of course, you've got the yeah. whole cash question, haven't you? you? I think, I don't know for sure, but I think, yeah. <laughs> I think if it's done through my builder and they've sent a quote mm. and they've done the work and then they don't do it, I have a feeling, I'm not entirely 100% sure on this, so check, maybe check this. I have a feeling there's some insurance with it. So if they... Uh -huh. I don't know. Would they need to if they've got if they know the tradesman has an insur it has insurance? Would they need to? I don't know. Let's go across it. I might have a look mm -hmm. into that. Mm -hmm. But in terms of payment, I mean, what normally happens is they'll send you an invoice and they'll have payment details on. So normally a bank transfer. Um, but yeah, you could probably send you could probably send it through eBay, like, um, and that would have insurance or like you said, uh, use a credit card. I'm sure if you ask the tradesman, say, can I pay? you know, on credit card, they'd probably do it as well. I think most people would. Depends what it is. If it's, again, if it's yeah. leaking tap. Um, but yeah. Okay. You, but for us, we we, we just send the, the payment. Remember, we'd send like half at the beginning, half, well, half at the beginning, half at the end. Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. I'm having my bathroom done at the moment. Yeah. So we've done 50% down. It's someone I know, so it's not so bad. Yeah. But, um, it, it wouldn't accept Bitcoin, so I had to pay money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the cash thing's another one though like cash in hands because the idea is because i'm a bit naive because i'm from a very professional background so i'm a bit naive with stuff like this mm. but the idea is if it's cash in hand they don't put it through the books so they're not paying tax on it um but the problem is that if you are putting it through your books and you're saying like that because you obviously want it as an expense like mm -hmm. like capital gains tax is freaking expensive as we know we've just paid like 19 grand in capital gains tax was on a property so you want to put as many expenses through the business as possible if you bought a property you're renovating it you want that to be legitimate through the business so if you've got a tradesman saying oh can i have cash in hand um they're i think i assume they're expecting you not to put it through because they're not going to give you like well again i don't know if this is always the case but in theory they shouldn't be giving you paperwork no. because it's paper trail yeah 
So, but you need that invoice, you need that receipt to show you've paid it. And so you can have it as an expense. So it's up to you. It's a personal choice. I personally wouldn't do cash in hands. Um, just because we need that we need it to be you need to pay because the, yeah, the idea need, is that yeah. but the idea is they're like well i can do it a bit cheaper if it's cash in hands we've had the common people have asked yeah you know see it cash in hands but we're like well we need the receipt we need the paperwork so if they're happy to give it to us and take it cash in hands then it's like fine but we're always like we need the paperwork yeah of course we don't endorse this uh because that, that is um some dodgy it's tax, tax evasion, evasion. Isn't it? so uh don't do that but you know, it does happen. You can't <laughs> deny it. It does, yeah. So, uh, okay. All right. Well, mm. hopefully that's helped some people. Uh, dis- well, basically discover mybuilder.com. That's what that's done. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it does sound really good. I, I haven't actually used it. So that does sound really good, actually. I'll, yeah. have, to, I'll have to have a play. Um, so if anybody's slightly worried. Yeah, sorry. I was going to say, if anybody's listening has uh, used my builder or had any good or bad experiences, then um, please email in and let us know your thoughts. You know, um, mm. Obviously, having endorsements from everybody listening would be would be good as well. <laughs> I am slightly worried because I'm the only person that talks about my builder. Maybe everyone else thinks it's really rubbish, and it's only me who thinks it's good. I have to check the uh, the uh, details. See if you're not a board member or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A shareholder. I should. I should set up my own version of mybuilder.com. Yeah. I also I confuse people because I talk about my builder and I was talking to a client ages ago and I was like oh, oh yeah like I had said mybuilder.com but then I went on to say my builder mm. and he then thought I was talking about my builder he was we had this very confused conversation because <laughs> he was like oh, can I have your builder and I was like what What do you mean he was like you've been talking about my builder <laughs> and I was like oh no the website <laughs> um right so where can people email in if they want to Anna um so yeah the best place you can either go to propertyempress.com and there's a contact form or you can email me at anna at anna pierce which is p-e-a-r-c-e.com you can also contact me through uh instagram uh via direct messaging i am quite slow to reply particularly because the kids have been on half term for the last two weeks so i'm not particularly fast at replying i do always reply i will reply but it probably won't be straight away um but yes they're the main places you could also find me on tiktok instagram and youtube mm-hmm. and i also i'm going to completely sidetrack us now and say that i've got my bicep oh no carry on as you are oh this is coming out after my bicep course i will have just had my bicep course which will have been fabulous and hopefully you're all on it <laughs> <laughs> um Fantastic. Okay. Well, if you want to find me, I am uh, pretty much property on Instagram. Um, or you can just email the podcast here and I will I will get it. So um, it's lovely being back on the show. So thank you so much, Anna. Nice, nice talking it's to you as always. so nice to have you back, Richard. It really is. It's just a far more fun, vibrant atmosphere with you here. So yeah, it's really good to have you back. Obviously, like, you know, you've been moving house and that is quite understandable that you couldn't be on the last two podcasts, but it's nice to have you back. How is the new house, by the way? Oh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. so nice. Uh, yeah, You'll have to come and visit. Have a holiday. Yes, please. Um, it's fabulous. Um, You're right by the sea, aren't you? Oh, right by the sea. Oh, nine minute walk to the sea. Wow. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Um, so we'll see next week which location I'll be in. Because yeah. I, mean, I know it looks like some sort of prison here. This is, uh, this is a plain <laughs> room. I mean, <laughs> literally yeah. zero decoration going on in here. Um, uh, so next week I might be in the van. I might be in a car park. I might. Be, I have no idea. 
Um, but we'll record the next episode and um, hopefully my voice would have cleared up as well by then. Yeah. I sound very... Uh, Croaky. Very Barry White. Husky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, please check out the, the YouTube channel for Anna because obviously things are starting to go onto YouTube now. So if mm. you... Um, if you use YouTube, who doesn't? Then uh, make yeah. sure you subscribe. So thank you, Anna. We'll speak to you Thanks, next week. Thanks, Richard. Thank you so much, everyone. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye.